Hello and welcome to the Soul Yes podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Maria. I'm a transformational coach and business mentor, and I'm here to remind you that you can live a soul aligned life and achieve your goals. If you're ready to create a life by design, unlock your infinite potential, and step into an aligned adventure, then you're in the right place. The Soul Yes podcast will help you up-level your reality, take those leaps, and live a life that feels like a full body soul yes. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. And I'm coming at you with a slightly different kind of episode today. This is just going to be me. It's going to be a solo episode. And I wanted to put this in here because I'm really loving speaking to these incredibly inspiring women and sharing all their knowledge and their wisdom with you. But I just kind of wanted to be able to have some freedom, some flexibility and hop on here and just speak to you guys and share with you the stuff that's going on and the things that are inspiring me right now. I guess just have some mini episodes sharing a bit more of the the day-to-day. The thing that also inspired me to kind of get on here today and, and do this solo episode is that I'm actually just fresh off my first ever Clubhouse. Are you guys on Clubhouse? Have you heard of Clubhouse? Um, so I'm going to be honest, like when Clubhouse start, first started to pop up, I was like, I am not about this. I didn't jump on the TikTok bandwagon and I really regret it because it turns out it wasn't a bandwagon. It's a thing and it's really cool and it's fun. It's addictive. (laughs) But I'm kind of slow on the uptake of these things sometimes. Despite running my business and doing a lot of the things myself. So, you know, really knowing, well, I now have support on Kajabi, but, you know, learning firsthand how to build a website, how to do Kajabi, all these kinds of things. I'm not actually good with technology. I'm actually pretty rubbish with technology. And sometimes, if I'm being honest, the thought of having to learn to use a new app or jump on some new thing is just so draining to me that I don't bother. So I was a little bit like that with Clubhouse. Clubhouse are very clever though, because they did invite only. And as much as I like to think that I don't give into marketing, sometimes I do, because as soon as it becomes invite only, you're like, ooh, I want to be on there. So I actually jumped on Clubhouse a little while ago, but didn't really get into it. I I started to listen to a few rooms and I just didn't really understand the format, but I got offered to actually be part of a room with some incredibly inspirational ladies. Um, I'll make sure I tag them in the show notes as well so you can go and find them. And they wanted to speak about being an introvert and running a six-figure business. And I was like, hmm, this is a juicy topic actually. I'm going to give this a go. Honestly, it was so amazing. I felt so inspired and I was part of the panel just listening to the other women and the knowledge that they were dropping and their personal stories and their open honesty was just, it was just incredible. And we also had some amazing people in the room, you know, people could ask questions. I really liked the vibe. And if you haven't been on Clubhouse before, Um, You can also DM me the word Clubhouse. I have some invites left. So if you're not on there yet, make sure to DM me. DM me the word Clubhouse and I will send you an invite over. But what I really liked about this, the Clubhouse room and the vibe was it's kind of like a podcast, but live and you get to interact with other people. So yeah, I just had this incredible first experience and I'm definitely going to be jumping on more rooms. I'm definitely going to be sharing more on there and connecting with some epic, epic women. So I'm super excited about that. And if you haven't jumped on the bandwagon yet, I definitely think it's one that is going to last. 
going to put it out there. And I definitely think it's joining in some of the amazing conversations that are being had. And they're in every subject area as well. That's another amazing thing about it. No matter what you're interested in, people are sharing knowledge, wisdom, teachings on there without all the sales as well. Let's face it, we don't always want all the sales in there. So there's lots of wisdom without that kind of hard sell. But yeah, the subject of the clubhouse that I was on was how to run a six-figure business as an introvert. And I thought this was such an interesting conversation that I actually wanted to share some of the things that came up for me as part of it. The first thing that I want to share is around boundaries. Boundaries are huge, particularly if you are an introvert. So in general, as an introvert, you need to have some time by yourself in order to recharge your batteries. Being an introvert does not necessarily mean you don't like being around other people, you're not social. You know, I do identify as an introvert. I always used to be an extrovert. So whenever I did like a Myers-Briggs test or I think like a DISC test, whatever I did when I when I first entered corporate, they would all show that I was an extrovert. And I definitely felt like an extrovert. I would be out all the time. I didn't actually like to be in my own company. I wanted to be around people all the time, super sociable. And I've really noticed over the past few years how that's shifted for me. Like I really need time by myself to recharge my batteries. I love people. I love being sociable, but I also really love time by myself. And I think one of the biggest moments I realized I had definitely swung into the introvert introvert tendency was last year when lockdown first happened, I felt a sigh of relief. Honestly, it felt like my body could relax. I just needed that recharge. I needed that time to focus. There were things that I wanted to bring to life and I was struggling to find the focus and the energy whilst I was in such a social bubble. Obviously, I'm not happy it's going on this long. My God, what I would do to squeeze some of my best girlfriends right now. But yeah, it really was one of the biggest signals to me. Oh, actually, I'm really in that introvert energy these days. But it doesn't mean that we don't like to socialize and that we don't like people or anything like that. Like I say, one of the biggest things is that I just use a lot of energy around other people. And in order to recharge my batteries, I really need that time by myself. And one of the beautiful women on the chat, Melissa, who's at Love Your Life community, I'll make sure to, as I said, put her in the show notes, mentioned that part of being an introvert is, um, for her, she's an empath. And this was something that really resonated with me. I was literally like squealing when she said it. I was like, that's it. You know, I love being around people. I love that kind of interaction. And maybe some of you feel the same. I know that a lot of my clients are also HSPs, so that's highly sensitive people or, or empaths as well. But I'm a sponge for that energy. I take in so much of that energy particularly if I'm working really intimately with someone as well, or it's a big group of people. And when I've taken in so much of that energy, yes, I have a lot of protective measures these days. Yes, I know how to protect my energy, but I still feel like I need that time to just come back to me to kind of let it drain off and really recharge. One of the first things I was saying was about boundaries. So it's really important to have these boundaries in place, particularly as a business owner. So what does this look like? Well, first of all, let me tell you what it doesn't look like because it's what I used to do. So when I was first starting out my coaching business in particular, I mean, I did it in my last business as well, which was a health food business if we really want to go there. I lost all passion and all love for my business because I burnt out and I gave too much to my business. And that looked like having no boundaries. So I would work every hour, every day. I was working weekends. There was just really no switch off. You know, if something came in, it wasn't a question of 
do I have the capacity and do I have the energy to take this on right now? The answer was yes. And then I would just have to play catch up no matter what it took, no matter how much sleep I lost or, you know, social things I had to cancel. Everything was just so out of whack. There was really no boundaries. I did take a lot of my mistakes into this next business, which was, you know, coaching and, and helping women. Some of the things I'd learned from, some of the things I was like, okay, that's now a solid no. But some of them I still had to, to kind of feel into. And even though I had a firmer sense of boundaries, so, you know, not working every single day of the week, not working crazy hours, not ever taking a break, I still was kind of in that early, early stage mindset. And as soon as a client wanted a session, I would say yes, no matter whether it broke my boundaries or not. So if a client wanted a session at 7 in the morning, it was a yes. If a client wanted a session at 7 p.m. in the evening, it was a yes. The sad thing is that neither of those times worked very well for me to really be coaching at my best. I really like to have a solid morning routine. I really like to have that time just for me to slowly emerge into the world, to kind of decide how I want to show up in my day, to pause and reflect before I move forward. And then at the end of the day as well, you know, if I've had a big day, that's my downtime, that's my energy, that's my my energy building, that's my time to like reconnect with my husband, maybe watch some Netflix, whatever it is, um, do some yin yoga, that's that time for me. So in ha not having these boundaries and constantly just saying yes, 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 I was really draining myself and I wasn't honoring myself. So I think one of the first most important tips as an introvert, particularly if you're wanting to build your business, build a six-figure business, is really honor your boundaries so that you can manage your energy. And when you can manage your energy, you can show up as your best into other situations as well. So you're going to be showing up as your best coach. You're going to be showing up as the best manager. You're going to be showing up as the best you know, CEO, whatever it is for you. You know that you can step into that energy because you've already recharged. You've served yourself first. It really is that thing of not pouring from an empty cup, making sure that your cup is full so you can really freely give to others. I am so excited to announce the doors to my free five-day challenge are now open. Unlimited clients, unlimited abundance, and unlimited freedom. This is for the soul-led, service-based female entrepreneurs who are ready to expand their impact, their abundance, their freedom, and magnetically attract those soulmate clients with ease. So if you're ready to up-level and take things to the next stage, if you're ready to be signing high-ticket clients and be magnetically attracting them, if you're ready to really expand your influence and your authority, this is going to be the challenge for you. Make sure to head to the sign up in the show notes. The second thing that like, kind of links to that was around having systems in place and certain structures as well. So another thing that I have within my business, and this works really well for coaching businesses, but it also works really well just for business businesses, is you naturally have projects and things that you're working on where they're kind of, you know, solitary, so to speak. So you're kind of working on your own energy or your own flow or your own bubble. For me, this is like really creative things, working on programs, you know, doing things like this right now as well. But there's also stuff that is um, kind of leaning into your extrovert. So you're connecting with other people. So that might be, you know, being a guest on another person's podcast. It might be internal meetings and um, it could be client calls, whatever it is for you. And one of the biggest game changers for me has been having an on week and an off week. 
So my on week is the week where I'm quite literally switched on. And I'll be honest, I can't stay switched on all week. It doesn't work for me. So this typically tends to be actually three or four days out of that week where I will be on, so to speak. And in those on days, I will do things like client calls. I will do podcast recordings. I will film videos. You know, I'll be in that energy of really putting myself out there and I'll make sure to kind of schedule nothing else in between. So if I'm on a client call day, I don't expect to get anything else done. My number one priority is my client calls. That's where my energy is going. I know that it uses a lot of my energy. So in between that, I'm happy to not do anything. I might just sit and read my book or have a decaf coffee or do you know what? I'll hold my hands up. Sometimes watch a bit of Netflix whatever it is, just really allowing myself to to come back to myself. And there's obviously practices within that. So clearing energy practices that I use as well to really make sure that I can just recharge in between sessions and make that my pure focus. That's where all my energy is going that day. I then have off weeks as well, where I just know I have complete freedom and flow. I can recharge as much as I want. I don't have to be kind of on, so to speak. And I can really lean into that. And that Just knowing that I have that there is often enough to really allow me to breathe that sigh of relief and really feel that freedom and that supportive energy, um, which feels really, really good. So I really recommend having a look at your business structure, you know, no matter what kind of business you're running, is there a way that you can weave some more free time into that? So it might be things like having staff meetings towards the end of the week or the front of the week. It might be having calls in the morning and free afternoons. Whatever it looks like for you, there's definitely ways that you can structure it to really give yourself that that time in between. The last point on being an introvert that I want to talk about and running a six-figure business is the juiciest one ever. And this was actually really inspired by the women I was on the call with. The call with? The clubhouse with? I don't know what you call it. Is it a clubhouse room? I was live with, however you want to put it. And as I was listening to them, I was like, something that's really coming to me is that there's really a difference between being an introvert and being in fear. I'm also a projector in human design. So as a projector, I'm going to work four hours a day. (laughs) So whenever I speak to Liv, who is an incredible human design expert, she's like, yeah, projector energy, you know, it's four four hours work a day. Um, I'm really meant to be the seer. I kind of see things, I kind of teach things, but I'm not meant to be the person that's constantly in that generator energy. So I could combine these two things and say, well, I'm a projector and an introvert. I'm not going to go live or I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. But there's a real difference between saying I'm not going to do that because I'm stuck in fear and saying I'm not going to do something because it's not serving me. And often what I find is people lean into these titles, lean into this label as a way of actually avoiding something that they might actually want to be doing, but fear is kicking in. So an example of this could be going live on Instagram. You know, you could quite easily say, I'm not going to go live on Instagram, even though I know it's going to serve my business because I'm an introvert. But actually, that's just your protector part protecting you. And actually what's coming up for you is you're actually shit scared of jumping on Instagram live. And if that is you, I do not blame you. Like I was so scared the first time I ever jumped on live. I was like, I'm going to be a disaster. I'm going to fluff my words. Everyone is going to know that I don't have a clue what I'm talking about. You know, all that imposter syndrome was like kicking in. So it's totally natural. But I could have instead used the excuse that, you know, I'm an introvert or whatever label I wanted to lean into and not do that. 
But instead, I recognized what was coming up for me was fear. What was coming up for me was imposter syndrome. This really speaks to how important it is recognizing the truth of what's coming up for you because when we recognize the truth of what's coming up with it for us, that is when we can actually deal with it head on. That's when we can actually support ourselves differently instead of being in denial. And I recognized what was actually coming up for me was fear. And as soon as I recognized that was fear, I could work through that fear. And I put certain things in place. You know, I worked my mindset a lot and I broke through that fear and I went live. And guess what? I actually really enjoyed it. It was such a buzz. It was such a vibe. I got to connect with people. I actually felt back in that expert energy. Instead of feeling like an imposter or anything like that, I was like, I actually really feel in my flow. So it's really recognizing actually, where am I making excuses? Where is this fear? And where is this something I actually want to be doing? And I know would be serving me and my business, but I just need to kind of work through it. That being said, you know, you still want to honor your energy. So I'm not going to go jump on Instagram lives every day of the week. That doesn't serve me. You know, I'm, I'm great on client calls. That's something that I love, but I'm not going to be on client calls every single day because I won't be showing up best to my clients. I won't be serving them from that really good energy. So that's really kind of the final point that I wanted to share around that. And I hope this gives you some inspiration and some kind of pointers to go from if you are an introvert and you are hoping to scale to six figures or beyond, you know, it's totally within your capabilities. There is not only one way of doing things. We know this deep down. There is not only one way of running a business. There's not only one way of showing up in the world. I know I said I was done, but there's one last thing that I want to share. And that's always lean into you. You know, if you are an introvert in business, how can you lean into that? You know, I'm leaning into it right now. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying to you guys, I'm saying I am an introvert. This is how I work through it. And this is how I also still manage to serve my clients from this incredible place and serve myself. You do you, boo, is the last piece of advice. And I'd love to know if you like these solo episodes, if this resonated with you, um, what you took from it, what your biggest takeaways were. So make sure to tag me in with a screenshot of you listening and what that was at I am Alexandra Maria and at Soyes Podcast. And yeah, until next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. To make sure you never miss an episode, make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a review. To say thank you, I will be sharing with you my ultimate guide to finding your own powerful soul yes. All you have to do is leave a review, screenshot it, and email a copy to hello at alexandriamaria.co.uk. Until next time.